right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. I'm Manny Garavito, where I go live every single day-ish to talk to you guys about anything you want, whether it be how your day went, how your relationships are, how your, how your economic situation is going. Thank you all so much for joining me once again. Thank you. Very kind of you. Thank you. All right. Uh, big news, guys. Uh, shout out over to the Urban in, uh, in uh, Overtown because uh, Kyle Grooms and I, we've been going back and forth trying to figure out what's going on on a Thursday. It turns out there's a nice little comedy club hidden in, uh, in this area. Uh, Immaculate says that I changed the time. No, I have to get on a little bit earlier today because I got to get going. Uh, this is a busy week for me. It's good to be on, though. I found the time because I, I told myself I had to go back on and record a new podcast episode as soon as possible so that I don't, you know, so that there's no big gap between the podcasts. Uh, so uh, I decided to go live and, and now so that I can get, get it out of the way. All right. Um, but anyways, uh, back to my uh, back to the announcement here. So there's a brand new uh, comedy club in Overtown. It's called The Urban. And uh, it's uh, the name of the comedy club is Laugh Lounge. And my old friend, uh, Kyle, Kyle Grooms, the person that I worked with to do Wednesday Night Live, we're now switching over our productions to Thursdays at the Laugh Lounge. So for those that are listening, big, big announcement. Thursday nights at the Laugh Lounge, we're bringing some big name comedians. We have people like Will Sil- Sylvans, uh, Red, uh, uh fuck what's his name red um i don't have he was hilarious nonetheless but we got names like i don't know uh tommy davidson you name it whatever big name comedians all connections through kyle grooms and this venue is absolutely beautiful it's outdoors uh it's got uh we're underneath the stars and the way the whole place is set up it's got food trucks it's got a bar it's got service right waiters coming up to you the whole shabazz shebang whatever (laughs) I'm really on my element today. Oh, and let me tell you why I'm on my element, guys. Uh, something absolutely fantastic happened to me. I found some money on the floor. Now, I don't know if this ever happened to you, but when you find money on the floor, uh, it's one of the most beautiful things that could ever happen in your life. If somebody were to come up to you and say, what were the most beautiful moments of your life? You would say something like, the day my child was born, the day I got married, and the day I found anything over $20 on the floor. Because when you find money, there's just nothing better than that. It's, it's almost as if like the angels placed the money there just for you. Out of all the people, at any time throughout the day, an angel just came down from the heavens with a message from God in the form of bills on the floor. And you found it. It's a beautiful thing. Immaculate says, I found a hundred bucks. Dude, at one time as a child, I was like out of Marshalls. I was like eight or nine years old. I found like $220 in $20 bills. It, it, to this day, I still remember how I found that thing. It, it was underneath the clothes rack. It's almost as if a, a drug deal went wrong at a Marshalls. And then I was an innocent bystander that found the blood money. Okay. Now, I think that this is such a beautiful thing that when it occurs to anybody in their life, it almost seems as if like an atheist will believe in God on how beautiful and momentous those things are. Uh, Moncherie Danny says, barely find cash these days. People barely use cash. 
Well, I will say this much, Monshavi Danny, in the city of Miami, I believe cash is used a lot for obvious reasons, right? There's a lot of vice in our city. The more, the more evil there is in a city, the more cash is being used, whether it's prostitution, whether it's uh, drugs. Uh, I think any, I, you know what? I, I think any city that uses a lot of money probably is open during the pandemic. If you really think about it, guys, you know why? Because when people count money, they use, they, they lick their thumbs and they start counting it and shit, right? Like if you, if you lick your thumb, when you count monies, don't, don't worry about the coronavirus. You good. Uh, don't even worry about the vaccine. Like your body is, has probably seen the worst because think about where all the money has been, you know, think of all the circulation it's been through. Um, it's crazy to think how much crime has been committed for, for money. Uh, you know, the same way that you buy candy at a gas station is the same way someone will slap a hoe for not having money. Uh, it's the same thing. It's something as innocent as, uh, I don't know, buying toys is the same thing being used to buy weapons around the globe. It's incredible to think all the circulation money goes through, but Man, I found I found like $28 on the floor today. And anything over $20, I think is a beautiful day. All right? Because um, when you find money, when it's close, like when it's nearby, right? With like, I'd say within a six-foot radius. When you find money nearby, it's great because you just bend, you just bend down and you pick it up. And it, for, to everyone that saw you do that, it looks like it was yours, right? You didn't have to like run up to it, push people out of the way and shit. Get the fuck out. Get out. Some money on the floor. <laughs> because it sucks if it's far away. If you find money and it's far away, there's a whole bunch of thoughts that goes through your head when you see money on the floor, like over there. Like, oh my God, how you start thinking things like, how much time do I have to get there? Or you also start thinking things like, is this a prank? Right? Like, is there somebody with a little fishing reel nearby with a camera recording? So when you reach for it, it just pulls back. Oh, I'll clear the fucking room out if someone ever tried to prank me like that, man. Um, but the worst case scenario when you see money far away is wondering if it's somebody else's. Is this somebody else's money? Right? Because if it's somebody else's money, there's really no way to prove it. Because, and that's an, that's an awkward situation to be in because you could pick up some money and anywhere, anyone around you seeing you do that would probably be like, oh, that's mine, bro. I dropped that. I'd be holding the money and be like, really, bro? Prove it. Prove this is your money. How are you going to prove it? So now, you, now it's either the most beautiful day of your life or it's going to be uh, the day that you get in a fight or you get stabbed over some money. And then you, and you have to think fast. You got to think fast when you find money and someone says that's mine. Okay? So you can get in a fight. You, know, you pick up some money. Hey, that's mine, man. It's like, eh. No, I don't think so. What do you call me, a pickpocket? Because this was clearly on the floor. So you have a decision to make if money's far away and you go to pick it up. And you have to think fast. Because when you pick up money, you have, to, you have to consider how much money you have in your hand when somebody says that's mine. Because, you know, if it's over $20, you got to go for the jaw. <laughs> if it's $3, fine, right? It's like a charity. You're like, all right, man, here, take your $3, whatever, Right? But if it's over 20, you're going to have to get in a fight. I'd fight. I'd fight over 20. I'd be like, nah, man, I'm keeping this money. There's no way you can, there's no way you're taking this. I sprinted on the way over here. All right. Finders keepers. (laughs) 
What's up, Walter? Adi said, what's up, Corey? Corey Cognac. Ari says, I remember one time I took a payment for a customer at work. It was nasty because his cash smelled like pure pee and I had to take it as is. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to hand it back, but I couldn't. Hey, man, money is money. You know that it's illegal for you not to accept money as payment? Uh, you could go, to, Adi, if you didn't accept that urine money, you'd probably go to jail. <laughs> but it smells like pee. Well, you're going to go to a place that smells like pee for the rest of whatever trial or uh, time you spend in jail. So it's either you take in the pee money now or you go months, maybe even years in jail smelling the piss. <laughs> the choice is yours, Adi. Uh, you're doing the show earlier or not? No, it's just for today. I got to get going. Um, yeah. You guys, I always think about where money has been, man. Um, you know what's worse, man, when you find a crisp bill? I like money when it's loose. I, like, I would rather take Adi's urine money than to get fresh, crisp dollars straight out of the bank. You guys ever gotten those dollars, those bills that are like stacked together? It, 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 to me, it's almost like worthless because I, I, I can't stand counting that shit. Uh, you ever gotten a, uh, like, a, 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 like a cashier gives it to you? Like as change, it's like, oh, uh, I can't break this 20. Well, I can, but I got to open up this pack. And then like she opens up the packet and it's like these, it's like a brick of bills. And then she's like, okay, one, like, oh my God, just keep the change. Just keep the fucking change. I don't, I don't want to put up with it. Cause they're like, it, it's also like that kind of money. You always end up spending it faster because when you try to pay somebody that's stuck together, I'd rather not even have it in my pocket, man. Um, and money really is useless because I, when, I when I was thinking about this stuff today, guys, I was thinking about like the human condition when it comes to money and like all the crime that is like, uh, what's up, Alex? Uh, I crumble them up and I count it so they don't stick. You crumble them up, wow. So you may, <laughs> you, your fresh bills end up looking like you, you were homeless the whole day. <laughs> Like, God damn, what happened, man? You, you found these under, under the bridge or something? Yeah, uh, crinkly dollars and crisp dollars, those are the worst. The urine money is the best one because they're soft, right? You can do shit like this, and they're all like, it, 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 tur- it turns into a fan on a hot day, just, right? I des. All right, let's get to the reads before we continue to the, uh, the next portion of um, what I want to talk about here. So this show is sponsored by Ellie Venus, who is a badass health insurance agent helping individuals, families, small business owners find the health plan they need, whether it be Medicare, Medicaid, group plans, ACA, Obamacare. If you've got health insurance questions, he's got health insurance answers. Reach out to him, L-E-U Venus. That's E-L-I-U dot V-I-N-A-S at ushadvisors.com. Thank you, L-E-U. All right, yeah, so when it comes to, uh, when it comes to money, guys, um, no, it'll still be six. It'll still be six o'clock. It's just today because uh, it's, a, it's a busy week, man. Um, your boy, your boy, I, I pretty much got uh, to, to get on a sidetrack here and just plug this in. I pretty much got seven nights a week back in Miami. All right. Seven nights a week of comedy shows are back. So uh, let's go ahead and run it down, shall we? Let's, it will make this like a little extra segment plug promo. All right. So let it be known that MiamiComedy.com has uh, completed essentially seven nights a week. So it's Monday at Red Bar, Tuesday, Sweet Caroline, 
Wednesday, we're at Pilo's Tacos. That's tomorrow, 8 o'clock. Thursday, we're at Laugh Lounge in Overtown, a.k.a. The Urban. Uh, Friday, we're at Fun Dimension in Wynwood. Saturday, we're at Focal. And then Sunday, we're at Tipsy Flamingo in uh, downtown Miami when that opens. So I did it. You guys remember back in the day? Back in the day, your boy Manny had seven nights a week and then the pandemic hit and then it, 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 was, it was stuck. Fuck, right? Nine, 10 months of just me like, oh my God, I got to sell t-shirts now. Fuck. <laughs> and now your boy is back. Um, and you know what? The comedy scene in Miami really has been booming. Everybody is now showing up to our city because everywhere is closed down. So Miami is just exploding right now. And thank God I had this business started years ago. Because, like, I'm at the cusp, right? Like, I'm fucking right there. Feels amazing uh, to know that, uh, that a difference is finally being made in our city. Uh, not saying I'll take the credit for it, but, uh, you know, you got you to gotta puff your chest up a little bit. You got to appreciate it. I shouldn't be so humble all the time. Uh, I have to finally see you do an in-person show. Yeah, you're always welcome. The Urban is uh, in Thursday. Yeah. I, I highly recommend it, Immacula. Go to MiamiComedy.com. I have all the links up on the calendar there. What's up, Travis? Um, okay, so to, uh, to get more into this stuff, where it comes to money, guys, um, money is an evil thing, isn't it? Like, um, I think about all the evil... Th- I, I sometimes feel like, like uh, money is used more for evil than it, than it is for good. Like... <laughs> When you go to a Publix and you use your money, that's just a small, itty-bitty little fraction in the amount of money being used to do some awful shit. <laughs> right? It, 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 there's almost no comparison. Right? Like, you just look at the symbols and you look at the colors of money and there's no way that you could say to yourself, oh, this is, for, this is just to buy food or this is just to put gas in my car. No, the symbols and all the things in it and the, the status and the power – and the metaphors and all that shit. The, the reason it, it looks so mysterious is because the shit is being used for some fucking awful activities. <laughs> you know what I mean? It almost looks like it's made for evil. Money just looks like it was printed specifically to do evil shit. <laughs> and we just get a little bit of it. Oh, can I have some of this evil shit so I could use it for my own good? I still have those dozen tickets I haven't been able to use. There you go, Adi. I was waiting for you the whole time. Uh, those will definitely get you VIP experiences. As a matter of fact, Adi, if you ever want to go to the urban, uh, send me a DM. I can definitely pull some strings for your, uh, for your grace. Uh, yeah. Money is pretty much useless. Uh, when it comes to when, like in a, in a private setting, like if you use money by yourself, there's really no use for it. Right. Like apart from buying the stuff you want and need money also like, if you go to Mars, like with a, with a crate of money, you can't, you can't survive. You know what I mean? There really is no use for it unless somebody else is there accepting the shit. You know what I mean? So go to Mars with a stack of money and see, how, see if, if it makes you survive. The only thing that you could probably do is probably like, I don't know, have, take a photo. You, uh, you in a spacesuit in Mars and shit, right? Trying to look cool with a crate of money like you're standing next to it. And the only way it'll look cool is if somebody else saw it. Because you by yourself posing ain't going to do shit, right? So what you do is like you have a crate of money. You take a photo next to it. 
And then the only way that photo will be useful is if you send it to somebody else on planet Earth. Right. So that when you get when, when you go back there, that photo has a lot of likes and your DMs are, are being replied to. That's it. Right. If you go anywhere else other than planet Earth with a stack of money, it's fucking useless. I'd rather have a tent. Like if you think about it in that context, a tent is probably more better than money when it comes to going to Mars. <laughs> a tent has more value. What would you rather have a stack of money on Mars or a fucking tent that'll protect you from some fucking I don't know, dust storm with rocks and shit, right? I'd rather have the tent than a million dollars in that case. <laughs> oh, Big just says money is not only used to do some awful shit. <laughs> Make it rain on Mars. Yeah, acid rain. Uh, money is not only used to do some awful shit, but to get a lot of money and power, you have to do some pretty fucked up shit too. Yeah. Yeah, money, having money in your bank account doesn't make you powerful. It's what you do with the money that makes you powerful. Exactly. <laughs> right? Like, if you donate to charity with money you have in the bank, that doesn't really make you powerful. If you, if you uh, fund a fucking uh, a guerrilla army for blood diamonds, that makes you powerful. <laughs> Is you've done some evil shit. <laughs> yeah, the only way you could get some power is if you do some really evil shit with money. Uh, other than that, it's philanthropy, right? If you do something nice, it doesn't give you power. It gives you philanthropy. No, I'm just kidding, guys. Of course, it gets you power. Um, think of something nice. Like, look at Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett donated, like, billions of dollars and a whole bunch of stuff, uh, according to this documentary I saw, right? He donated billions of dollars to a bunch of stuff, and it was, like, for research and schools and how to prevent uh, sex trafficking. It was a whole bunch of shit. It's almost as if, like, uh, when you donate, when you donate that much money to different charities, it almost like it brings up humanity just a little bit, right? Like charity for some reason brings up humanity a little bit, but when money is used for evil, it brings up humanity to a whole new level fucking funding wars and blowing shit up and <laughs> right. Like doing good with money only advances a little bit doing evil shit with money advances humans to a whole new level. Uh, the sun is burning us up now. Yeah. We got to figure something out. Uh, how about we get uh, electric powered cars? Now, nah, fuck that. Uh, we, we just got to get the fuck out of here. We got to fly to Mars. <laughs> wow, that's some powerful shit. Uh, what's up, sweet Caroline? 9X Rough, welcome. Fashion Cheetah. Yeah, so uh, power, philanthropy, all, you know, these things go hand in hand. Uh, but when it comes to using money with other humans, it really has a lot to do more with freedom. Because I believe what we're all going for when it comes to acquiring funds is we want freedom and we all have different, you know, like the way you define freedom is probably different than the way I define freedom for sure. As a matter of fact, anybody, what's freedom to you? Well, freedom means that you could say whatever you want when you want to say it. Well, freedom to me means I don't got to punch into a nine to five. Freedom to me means I'm able to travel around the world. Freedom to me means I could bang any prostitute I want and I'll never get an STD. <laughs> right. Apart from, like, like I said, man, apart from buying stuff that you want and need, money also, it, it also not only helps you get the things you want, but it'll also, um, it helps you avoid shit, right? Because the, the, the irony about money is that, like, the more you get it, the more status, and then the more people want to hang out with you. But do you really want to hang out with all those people? Probably not. Uh, more money, more problems, like the notorious B.I.G. said. Because it, once you start getting, like, 
that that status elevation, people just start knocking on your door and then you just look at through the people and you're like, oh, don't shut the fuck up. I don't want to talk to this guy. Oh my God, I know why you're here, man. I don't want it. I don't want to hear it, you know? Because, you know, now that I think about it, one of the most, one of the most valuable things you could do with money, just using it as paper is if you have a big stack of it and somebody wants to talk to you, right? And you don't want to talk to them. You know what I would do? I would, I would throw a stack of money on the floor, like a fucking ninja with one of those dust bombs to, to like disappear. <laughs> That's what I would do, man. Like if I had a lot of money and I, and I want to avoid situations, I would just throw money at people to kind of like run away. It'd be like a defense mechanism. You know, like how a skunk uses like its stench to like thwart its enemies. That's what I would do if I had a bunch of money. Like some fucking guy shows up and like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like a fucking squid throwing ink at its enemy to go away. <laughs> hey, Manny, can I ask you something? Ah, get out of here. <laughs> That's great. Oh, man. Alex says, first you get the money, then you get the power. And if you really just want it, the pussy as well. Hey, that's human nature. We can't help it, guys. This is how we are. All right. Let's go ahead and break it down, guys. I've got to get going. Tonight, we're at Sweet Caroline, 8 o'clock. All right. Tuesday nights, the infamous Sweet... Oh, I wouldn't say infamous. I just realized that infamous is a bad word. I thought infamous meant like you're famous, like undeniable. Well, you know, infamous... You know what? All of our shows are pretty infamous because we get away with saying a lot of shit. <laughs> Miami comedy shows are infamous for growing the comedy scene any way fucking possible. All right. There you go. Uh, Danny Fallon. What's up, man? Welcome to the chat. All right. Uh, don't, for don't forget, guys. MiamiComedy.com slash group. Join the virtual comedy club because now that we're at seven nights a week, the next step is we got to go virtual. We got to go virtual. As a matter of fact, I prefer virtual than, uh, than going live. Like, it's great, you know, that I built a business around live comedy shows, but I believe where I belong is online because I'm online more than I am on stage. And I feel that if, if, I'm, able to, if I'm able to crack the code for online comedy shows, next level. That's next level shit. You know what I mean? You connect with anyone instantly. I could show up in my boxers if I want to, right? Like, if you don't want to go to work, but you're like, ah, I told the people I do a show at eight. Oh, God. All right. And you just walk in, right? Looking like a mess. Like, all right, hey, everybody, what's up? Um, uh, hey, listen, man, um, let's take a break. <laughs> you just started, Manny. Yeah, give me like 20 more minutes and I'll come back. I promise I'll get you better material within 20 minutes. And then I just don't show up. <laughs> I just disappear. I don't feel like doing it, man. Hey, I owe you guys a show. Don't act like you're hurt. Hey, it's no big deal. You just, just say, I'll do a show tomorrow. You're at home. What are you doing right now? You're not doing shit. I didn't make you get in your car, right? I didn't make you get up from bed. You're probably still in bed. So let's postpone it. I don't feel like going live, all right? Let's just postpone it. And I'll see you guys tomorrow, same time. <laughs> and I'll send out an email to all the people that bought tickets. I'd be like, hey, listen, man. I know you bought tickets to a show and I said I'd, I'd go on live, but like, let's, let's just try next week. All right. Uh, no refunds, <laughs> no refunds, but uh, you know, I'll try to give you a show next week. If I got the time, 
Imagine if I ran, if I ran a fucking, like, uh, if I ran a, a scheme like that, where I, I do a, a no refund virtual comedy show. And then I sell a whole bunch of tickets. And then I just go, Hey, look guys, I really don't feel like going uh, live right now. So, uh, I owe you guys a show. <laughs> I owe you a show, bro. Um, yeah, you know, I don't, whatever, man. Just, uh, I'll send you an email. I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> That's great. All right, everybody. I'll see you all, uh, tomorrow, six o'clock. All right. The time has not changed. Go to MiamiComedy.com. Join us for a show. Join the virtual comedy club. See you tomorrow. Have a great night.